thanks for watching. And uh, I know that uh, today you're going to be informed and then know how to get involved. I'm Jason Mangum, the pastor of the River Church. And I have my good friend and co-author with me who is a commentator and a journalist for over 34 years. Mark Anderson with Stop the Presses. We're writing some books together, and so those will be out and available on areas of politics, government, world government, uh, all kinds of different things that will inform you so that you can get involved. But uh, you can read his blog at thetruthhound.com. So Mark, good to have you here today. Good to be back for another video. Yeah, I mean, this is exciting. We uh, want to get people informed, but not just so that it's information that they do nothing with, but that it's information that then they can get involved. As much as possible, right. that's what we do, that is correct. Uh, I think one of the great shortfalls of journalism, alternative or conventional, is that it leaves people hanging. Right. They really don't know what to do. Uh, you yeah. have to wonder, and this is a brief commentary, what the newspapers, most newspapers that you read, you read them, and my first thought is, what would they have us do with the, all this information? Right. There's never really any conclusions. Nothing's ever really nailed down. It's all liquidity, and it just seems to flow off to nowhere. Yeah, it's true. A bridge to nowhere. We don't like driving on bridges to nowhere. For sure. Yeah, because you go right off the side. And that's how. That's what most media you're getting fed nowadays from the fake news. It leads you nowhere. But we're going to get you good information, the facts, so you can make an intelligent decision, and then you can get involved and you should you should get involved at every level from the dog catcher to all the way to the white house that's it so yeah today what i'm bringing forth is jason a revelation of sorts actually someone else's revelation i spoke to justin walker of the united kingdom and justin walker is a nephew of one of the early in fact, one of the original members of the Bilderberg Group. Wow. That um, shady, secretive, industrial, political, big business, banking, uh, secretive committee that meets every year in the most right. posh hotels in the world. Right. Uh, completely kicking, it, kicking everybody out of the hotel except themselves, sealing it off, surrounding it with armed guards, and then telling us there's nothing interesting going on. <laughs> But nothing to see here, folks. Nothing, nothing to see, see here. here. Move on. Move on. <laughs> That's right. They are armed and they will. Anyway. Yeah, don't get too close. Don't get too close. Don't try and order ice cream at their window. Anyway, <laughs> Justin Walker uh, spoke to me and for an article I'm working on, what's interesting here is his, his uncle by marriage, in other words, this man was married to his aunt. Okay. Uh, was Lord Pilkington. He started out as Sir Harry Pilkington mm -hmm. and uh, got all the British titles and became Lord Pilkington. And we might be familiar with Pilkington Glass. Right. Well, the Pilkington Glass, boy, there's a hard name, is synonymous with his name. That's his company. Uh, Pilkington Glass is in a number of automobiles to this day. Yes. There was a Pilkington plant in Niles, Michigan some 15 years ago uh, when I was living there, and I don't think that plant is still operating, but that's the same glass uh, concern or glass uh, corporation. Anyway, Justin Walker knew, uh, obviously, Sir Harry Pilkington, became Lord Pilkington. Uh, this, this Lord was married to Justin's aunt, so this is his uncle by marriage, and Pilkington attended the very first Bilderberg meeting in 1954 when that wow. secretive group started meeting. 
Uh, Prince Bernhard was the co-founder along with Joseph Redinger. And Redinger was a consolidationist and integrationist uh, for Europe. The Bilderberg Group would go on to be the main nurturer or the main um, purveyor and driving engine toward forming the European Union. I'm, I'm recapping something that was on an earlier World Impact News video that we shot, Jason. Jason. And so, uh, with that being said, if you go to the list, sure enough, you find uh, Sir Pilkington, who would become Lord Pilkington, on that list at the Hotel de Bilderberg, the very first Bilderberg meeting in Holland, in Oosterbeek, and that's how the Bilderberg Group got its name. Uh, the namesake comes from that very first hotel, Hotel de Bilderberg, which still exists, and you can still book a room there. Justin Walker would, of course, grow close to his, his uncle, uh, uncle by marriage, and they got to talking over the years, and uh, Justin at the time was a very idealistic member of the Green Party. Uh, and what he told me was that he would um, uh, try and, and change the world through the Green Party. What he said was, quote, my own personal experience has shown me that the Green Movement is now totally corrupt and totally without any real solutions or meaning for the human race, as Justin told me. And he recalled that when he joined the Green Movement in 1978, most of the party members, and he was one of them, tried to be an anti-party party. In other words, they were a political party, but they tried not to be like your typical party yeah. and, and be too insulated and too cut off from the people. And he said that they believed that they actually stood for something and that they weren't about to let the world's corporate power brokers push them around. They weren't wow. going to let that happen. <laughs> not on their watch. Not on their watch. And... Justin Walker liked his uncle, Lord Pilkington. And from time to time, they'd talk or meet. And uh, Lord Pilkington was described as a decent man. Not all Bilderbergers were, were or are individually evil overlords. Right. Uh, this man was a beekeeper and a gardener and a devoted environmental conservationist. Nothing wrong with that. Conservationism sure. and, and extreme environmentalism are quite different, actually. Very different. You know, being a good steward, being a good steward for the Lord above, uh, being a good conservationist is different than the tree hugger, left wing. Completely. Yeah. Completely. And, and so, um, in 1980, Lord Pilkington gave Justin Walker his own personal copy of a book called The World Conservation Strategy. And here's what Justin said. I was very impressed by that because I was in the Green Party and I felt this is the real way forward for politics, as Justin recalled some 35 plus years ago. Okay. And then I read another book called 100 Pages for the Future, and this is where it gets interesting, by a man named Aurelio Pecci, who at the time was a senior executive at the Fiat Motor Company in Italy. Wow. Fiat would come to have a steady representation of Bilderberg, and I'll get into that later. Yeah. But here's what's really interesting about Aurelio Pecci. He was the co-founder of another elitist organization alongside Bilderberg called the Club of Rome. Oh, the Club of Rome, yeah. Now, the Club of Rome is an organization, as Justin said, that's behind, quote, most of the elite interests in the environment, including, of course, man-made global warming. Man-made global warming. Did you hear what Mark said? 
Right, so the Club of Rome, a parallel or you could say um, sibling organization of Bilderberg, would adopt man-made global warming as one of its clarion calls, as its main engine in driving its environmental agenda forward. Right. And where this really reaches a, a capstone on the pyramid of power, you might say, yeah. is that, as Justin told me, quote, in 1982, I wrote to Aurelia Pecci and said, and he said, excuse me, he replied, come and see me, have lunch with me, he told Justin. And unknown to me, my uncle Pilkington had also approached Pecci because Pecci knew my uncle. Well, as Justin went on to say, I was having lunch with Pecci and he suddenly offered me a job to go and work as one of his researchers for the Club of Rome. He then said to me, and these were his exact words that I remember so clearly, Justin, you'll be joining us at a very exciting time. We are creating a global environmental problem that's going to frighten people into wanting world government. Yeah. So they're going to use fear to manipulate. Exactly. Let me repeat that. This is the crux of this yeah. video. We are creating a global environmental problem that's going to frighten people into wanting wow. world government. Wow. So into wanting world government. So it's a driving force. Correct. It's an agenda to actually drive people to actually, we need your help. We need this one world order, one world government to regulate and control because if, if it's not under control, then we're all going to die. Which right now you have many politicians in 12 years, we're all going to die, by the way. Exactly. So they had to create an all-encompassing scenario. Now there's another thing that's a little segue called the report from Iron Mountain. A lot of people haven't heard of it. Mm -hmm. That was said to be a hoax. It was a meeting involving, reportedly and allegedly, the late economist John Kenneth Galbraith and others in Iron Mountain, New York, the state of New York. And that meeting, I believe it was during the Kennedy era, the JFK era, was purportedly about studying human relationships and human behavior in the modern society. And one of the things that they talked about was besides pestilence and the threat of nuclear war, what else could be a driving agent or a driving force into getting enough people scared and anxious about the future to where they would want a world system? Yeah. They thought about plague and pestilence. They thought about disease. They already had the nuclear threat. But they were looking at the war system, as they talked about at the report from Iron Mountain, and they were saying, if we're going to relax the war system, which is ominous because it's suggesting that wars are planned yeah. and are not spontaneous. Right. If we're going to go post-war system, what scare tactics would replace that? Their most promising model was environmental degradation and environmental collapse. Wow. Now, I guess I understand because we've talked, we talked a little bit on it. Is they come up with a plan and they find out, okay, that doesn't really work. We need to strengthen it. We need to add more of the fear tactic, more of the propaganda to get people to buy in. Correct. To this. To buy into it. And you have to attack through fear because we all know through basic psychology that fear will break through your normal walls of skepticism and your normal walls of, ah, wait a minute, I don't quite buy that. Yeah. You know, oh, my children, my children's children. Oh, you know, 
Sure. My very life could be in danger tomorrow, next week, next year, next month, next decade. Right. And so I mentioned the report from Iron Mountain as a segue and as a supplemental piece to buttress what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But back to what Justin Walker was telling me in this very revealing expose. And he said, in hearing what Aurelia Pecci of, of Fiat Motors, a industrialist, told him, we're creating a global environmental problem that's going to frighten people in the wanting world government. Yeah. What he told me was at the time, Mark, being a green politician, I was duped and I thought this was wonderful. <laughs> I didn't know the facts about Bilderberg because this was before uh, people started doing research to show that there's a hidden tier of government, T-I-E-R, hidden tier of government above our normal elected governments wow. that we see every day. Yeah. And up until that time, as Justin went on to tell me, um, nobody had been talking about global warming. They were talking about the mini ice age. They were talking about acid rain and myriad other things. Right. Man-made global warming was not implanted into the psyche. It had not come to the fore yet. Right. So this pivotal meeting when Justin Walker was approached by Aurelia Pecci at the Club of Rome, in the early 1980s was when the global warming man-made theory was still on the drawing board. It hadn't been taken off the drawing board and applied yet. Okay. But what this is revealing, and, I, and I've known Justin Walker um, about three years now, and I've met him in person more than once, and I've talked to him innumerable times, and I trust Justin to be a Everything I've checked so far checks out mm -hmm. about Aurelia Pecci, about Lord Pokington and all this. This is probably uh, one of the rare times that you'll see, ladies and gentlemen, here on this broadcast on World Impact News in cooperation with Stop the Presses, the actual pivotal point where man-made global warming came into existence and a little bit of how and why. Yeah. You're seeing it here for one of the first times. Yeah, wow. I mean, and this, this is, again, it is something that's to impact the world in a negative way where we want to see the information get out there so you know the truth and you know how to dissect. Because everything that you hear from the media, a great majority of it, Mark, correct, is fabricated. It, or, or, or if it's not, it's some sort of propaganda yeah, that's that, been developed. You can lie with the like truth. This. You can yeah. actually lie with the truth. Correct. Correct. It's, it's a question of spin. It's it's not just what you say, but where you're going with it. Yeah, absolutely. When Jesus, I mean, to bring it to a spiritual level, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness by Satan, it, it says that Satan actually used the word, but see, he twisted it. He tried to take the facts, but he twisted them. Right. When Jesus came back with the word. Without twisting. Without twisting it. And that's how he actually overcame the enemy. And just like what Mark was talking about on their agenda, where it's fear motivated, God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He gives you a spirit of a sound mind so that you can then discern, walk, right. discern and walk in, in freedom and victory of fear. God doesn't. So it's very evident that this unknown hand as we call it this this secret society these this deep state yeah, these groupings they often groupings. refer to them as groupings right. Bilderberg as Club of Rome trilateral think of them as kind of atoms in a in, or uh, yeah the atoms in a molecule and and that 
that overall molecule is globalism, and, and these are the individual elements or atoms right. or subatomic particles within that molecular structure. Well, I might say this, and it might be a very uh, hard statement, but just like terrorists work in cells, these groups are so much, somewhat similar, where they're cells, they're individuals working in different groups, not necessarily knowing who is in one, there's not necessarily a crossover, but right, not they're always. working for one goal. They're working to achieve something, and unfortunately, that is to control us, that is to create big government, and manipulate us in a way where they would be in control. Right, and call the population through yeah, uh, through, a, uh, through abortion, which is the real purpose of abortion. Correct. It's sold as a human right to pull the wool over your eyes. And other means, degradation of food and water, degradation of the atmosphere. See, that's the other thing that we'll talk about real briefly, uh, other than the uh, report from Iron Mountain. There are real environmental problems that get overshadowed by the pseudo ones. Right. Uh, such as, just one of many examples, the bait fish and ocean fish balances, the food chain is being drastically upset by overnetting a fish, by not enough implantation of bait fish. And so the, the food chain, the, the balances within nature are being upset by um, improper and unwise practices. Right. And that, that's just one. Our groundwater aquifers, there's a lot of question about their capacity mm -hmm. due to droughts, over irrigation, uh, the, the Nestle water bottling companies that are uh, putting uh, mining water out of the ground at way too cheap a price while the yeah. governments allow them to do that. Yeah. Wow. There, are, there are real environmental issues of a more practical, concrete nature. Right. And so nobody's not, nobody here is saying, ladies and gentlemen, that there aren't environmental concerns. We're not anti-environmental. We're pro-conservationists, pro-stewardship. Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're not anti-environmental, but anti-pseudo-environmental. Right. At any rate, yeah, we're for conserve, conservation and for good stewardship. The, absolutely. Yeah, but unfortunately, like what you're saying, though, is, Mark, is that it's almost like there's this cry wolf and then nobody listens to or addresses the real issues and they kind of will discredit things. But there is some real problems out there. But and there's these that are fake fabricated, just like Justin Walker is saying, this was created for a purpose, which was to instill fear in people so that they can then rule and regulate and control. Absolutely, and to wind up this, this video presentation, um, what Justin shared with me is the, the, here's the modern day effects of this now. Um, as people like John Elkin of Fiat Chrysler continue uh -huh. to attend Bilderberg to this day, and John Elkin of Fiat Chrysler is a member of the steering committee, the um, 30 or so Bilderberg members that decide who's going to come to their annual secretive meeting, what they're going to talk about, and where they're going to have it. So very high up. He's a decision maker. Right. And so Fiat is still involved in Bilderberg to this day, just like Aurelia Pecci of Fiat was involved in the Club of Rome, connected to Bilderberg philosophically and ideologically, who's the one that revealed this to Justin Walker wow. about faking and um, uh, hoaxing environmental uh, uh, quasi-environmental concerns and, wow. and going off into this la-la uh, land of lies so then we avoid real environmental problems and it centralizes and, and uh, brings about world government even more through fear. Yeah. But the modern day effects of this is that as Justin observed in, in his modern day uh, political observations, 
the banking elite are a large part of carrying out Aurelia Pecci's formula to this day. And that includes what a lot of people have heard about, enlisting and exploiting an impressionable, vulnerable youth, a Swedish young lady named Greta Thunberg. And Greta Thunberg is 15 years old and she has Asperger's syndrome. But she's been enlisted. She attended the Bilderberg Connected World Economic Forum in Switzerland in January of 2019. That's a more open forum mm -hmm. that's sort of the open version of Bilderberg that happens every year in Davos, Switzerland. She attended that and she's been, wittingly or not, she's been enlisted, I believe it's exploited, mm -hmm. to carry forth the green agenda, the Green New Deal, and that includes Aurelia Pecci's man-made global warming wow. that, that he said would be a hoax from the very start as we're learning today. Wow, that's astonishing. And so, uh, to wind this up, as Justin said, his main interest now is the money supply and the fact that how much money the world has to spend in our wallets and purses and bank accounts is dependent on a handful of private individuals and dynastic families. Wow. Stemming to this one organization above all, the Bank for International Settlements, which is the central banker's central bank, the central banks, uh, the central bank of the central banks in Basel, Switzerland. And that's thought to be the ultimate banking nerve center. Justin believes that they are at least partly behind this because it drives all the wealth into one central place too, yeah. not just power. Right. Power and wealth are synonymous. Yeah. So, wittingly or not, we have young Greta Thunberg, who's 15 years old with Asperger's syndrome, carrying the banner for this. And that connects not just to, to the Green New Deal, but what's called the Extinction Rebellion, because Greta Thunberg's function, whether she totally knows the score or not, is to get all the young people saying to the Jason Mangums and Mark Andersons of the world, you've got it all wrong. You need, you need to believe in man-made global warming. Yeah. And they're, they're starting to protest outside the Swedish government and other governments, creating a groundswell from below so the power centers from above can meet that halfway and form a pincer strategy yeah. and have the young agitate for what's been waiting in the wings all along. Wow. See, they have to create an artificial demand so they can present their world government solution, which, as Pecci revealed, was a lie from the beginning in terms of man-made global warming, yeah. steering us away from real environmental issues. And so, with the Global Cities Movement, that just had their Pritzker Forum on Global Cities, June 5 through 7, that just concluded in Chicago, the idea then would, uh, to adopt United Nations agenda, agenda Item 2030, which used to be Agenda 21, mm -hmm. and that would be what Greta is uh, being cajoled into agitating for. It also involves Gail Bradbrook, who's one of the co-founders of the Green New Deal. And so under Extinction Rebellion, they're rebellion against what they say will be the extinction of mankind and the, you know, the, the uh, extinction of humanity. But in fact, this is all just being contrived and put into place. And that, that's basically the story for this video. The, yeah. This is what Justin experienced through Lord Pilkington, his uncle, through meeting Aurelia Pecci, uh, and through the Club of Rome, through the Bilderberg Group, as Justin learned firsthand 
this is how things have been promulgated and, and pushed through the decades up until right now. Wow. That's incredible. And that's where you, Mark, talking with Justin Walker, getting an interview with him, who actually is related to one of the high up from the initials of Bilderberg creation, uh, actually exposing this. And that's what it is. And that's really our, our hope and our prayer is that every plan of the devil, every wicked plan of man would be exposed. And these things are being exposed. Just like this 15-year-old girl who is being exploited. You know, recently you probably saw in the news where these young kids marched on, even a Democratic Senator Feinstein marched with this Green New Deal. Why aren't you supporting this? You know, so they're being brainwashed at such a young age, just like this 15-year-old, that are really, they're just being used. They're being exploited. And so, but there is a push to get the next generation sold on it. You know, that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And so, like what you see with AOC, with the Green New Deal, it's nothing new. The United Nations, you can read about it. I have the document. It's called the Global Green New Deal. So it's nothing new. They just reintroduce it they, in a different way. They reiterate it. They reform it. They kind of repackage it. Right. But, but what Aurelia Pecci told Justin over that lunch has not changed. They're going to create something to frighten people. Right. Because fear leads to the breakdown of our normal rational faculties, and that provides the psychological inroad to believe what we're told. Jason... I don't dispute, and I don't think you do either, the fact that the people that are, the young people that are agitating for a Green New Deal, I don't knock them for their passion. Sure. I don't knock them for getting involved. Yes. The, the getting involved part, the, the passion they have behind it, and the knowledge that they, you know, are trying to get at, no one wraps that, no one disputes that, no one thinks that's a bad thing. Right. But we certainly don't. That's but right. what we are saying is that the information itself that they're being fed is false and they're being misled down the primrose path. We want people involved like those young people, absolutely. But we also don't want them misled, which so, happens so easily with the abortion issue, environmental issues, and other issues. Right. So with that, I, I believe we've covered what I think is a very important focal point on Bilderberg to show how relevant it is, not just to recent history, but to the here and now. Absolutely. So. Thank you so much. Do your homework and do your research as well. We encourage you. Go study Smokey the Bear. Just saying. Go, go study it. It's part of this propaganda about, again, just go read on Smokey the Bear how he was created. But it's, see how they use, they come up with creative ways to push an agenda and push a propaganda so that they can control. And then that's what it is. It's over global dominance, global power, global one world order a one world uh, where they're in control and so thank you for watching and uh, get involved and do your homework and do your research and then god will use you to impact nations god bless we'll see you next time